Hello, everyone, and welcome back to 10 Tolerable Tidbits, Episode 6. We are now on the back end of episodes released. I'm super excited, uh, and we got a lot of fun stuff ahead. I apologize for the long wait between the release of Episode 5 and this one. Apple Podcasts told me that I uh, had to take a break. Something about hindering the... uh, brain development of their listeners and I don't what do they say like reversing years of progress in education and academic research through my podcast I, I don't know it was a weird email uh that's all I will say um but then Spotify reached out to tell me that um what were their names Joe Rogan and Michelle Obama who both apparently uh have pretty big Spotify podcasts uh they were intimidated by my popularity So Spotify had to step in and stagger the release of my episodes. And, you know, I'll play ball. I uh, try to be a nice guy and an amicable host. And anyway, Michelle and I are old pals. Joe and I, eh, a little less so. Uh, But the point is, I was on a bit of a hiatus. I stayed busy, though. Uh, I'm a college senior, and we're pushing through the middle of May here, so... You could probably guess that I was tied up with, yep, that's right, summer shopping. Uh, The annual summertime migration to the mall uh, is upon us, and I'll be honest, it's been a bit tough for me lately. I do have the uh, hips of a gazelle, but the thighs of an elephant, so finding those perfect concave shorts where they aren't so short that I get arrested if I'm near a playground, but they're also not so long that a bunch of dads start coming up to me to ask which Phillips head screwdriver to use on their deck. It's a pretty hard balance to strike. And while we're on the topic of big thighs with small hips uh, and the inconvenience of that combo, thank God men cannot give birth because my child, I mean, (laughs) out of these hips, God, uh, that would look like, trying to picture and describe to you how it would look, you know, with with a lot of detail. Uh, I'm sorry, you, you might be disgusted. If you're eating right now, I'm sure you're no longer eating, Um, but I might as well keep going. Tibbet can wait. Birthing a baby is, I mean, uh, there's so much to say here. Wow. But I imagine it's a little difficult. Uh, And to my female listeners, I don't want to, you know, misrepresent your plight. Uh, But then again, who who am I kidding? Uh, No woman is listening to this right now. Uh, But childbirth is tough. Uh, But I challenge all of you, all three of you, uh, to imagine how it is for the baby. That shit has got to be like storming the beaches of Normandy. You are thrust into this bright, loud, overwhelming new setting uh, and just utterly surrounded. Odds are stacked against you. And you just gotta grind and battle and fight to survive. It's uh, it's real harrowing stuff. Really serious. Uh, so the next time you see a baby, you know, I ask you to not just shove a bottle or a binky in its mouth or play with its feet. Be a little more considerate. Ask them how they are. Uh, they've been through a lot, and I'm sure they'd appreciate it. Anyway, back to the podcast. I took a little break. I am back and uh, well-garbed and ready to go now. So you might have seen the title of today's episode and you might have uh, assumed <laughs> that I was uh, talking about that, that ganja, that, that Mary Jane. 
the uh, devil's lettuce, as the youth call it, uh, well, you're wrong. I'm uh, pretty old school with that sort of thing anyway. I prefer uh, Elmer's glue. But no, the title is not referring to weed. It is actually referring to cooking. And cooking uh, might be a shock to some of you. It's not my strong suit. Uh, now, of course, nobody's perfect. Don't I know it? Uh, and people are usually mature enough to you know, move on with their lives knowing that there are just some things they'll be good at, but also some things they won't be good at, you know? Not everyone can be good at everything. Uh, and on that note, I would like to say those people are cowards. If I'm bad at something, I have no choice but to hate it uh, with all of my being. And uh, that's the end of that. It's difficult taking the high road for sure, uh, but I do that. And with that, welcome to episode six, where there's smoke, there's Ryan. Cooking is an old nemesis of mine, uh, just like that uh, beefy bean burrito or that Nautica fragrance from TJ Maxx that you begged your mom to buy you in middle school. Uh, I always feel good about giving it a try, but it always comes at a great cost to me and the people around me who have a nose. Uh, And it's been my experience that cooking is just not worth it for me, and here is why. Reason number one, cooking is a waste of time. Hear me out. Especially if prep time, and I mean the actual working time doing something to make the dish is over 20 or 30 minutes. Uh, If you're making a, you know, stroop waffle or uh, an apple flap or, gosh, what's another common dessert? A slagroom tot. Uh, I only know Dutch desserts. Uh, And those are in the oven for an hour, but you're only really assembling or mixing ingredients for like 10 minutes. Then that's okay. Go for it. But any longer prep work than, you know, 30 minutes, what's the point? Uh, And that goes for all things, not just food, where the length of the cost and work required doesn't really equal the length of the benefit. Uh, Where can I start? Because I got a list here. Um, Juggling, gardening, scrapbooking. I could go on. All right, I'll go on. Uh, Working in the government, eating your vegetables, holding the door open, letting nice old ladies cut you in line, starting a family, just to name a few. They're just, just not worth the effort. Uh, reason number two, cooking is extremely dangerous. And if you take nothing else away from this podcast, which is hard to do, believe me, this stuff is gold. Remember this, there is nothing more dangerous than a pot of boiling water. Absolutely nothing. That is non-negotiable. So you can imagine my fear and apprehension when uh, my roommates or my parents, you know, tease me about not cooking and they challenge me to make pasta and I'm forced to concoct a bubbly, festering mixture of death in a pot, staring up at me, just waiting, waiting to melt my face off. And the same goes for cooking with lots of oil or hot grease, using sharp kitchen knives, slicers, anything with a blade. Uh, I'm not a samurai. I'm a man. Yeah, who am I kidding? I'm a boy. Uh, I'm not trying to become a ninja warrior out here. I just want my chicken tendies and smaller bites. Reason number three. Everyone says that you have to be able to cook or you'll never be an adult or whatever until you learn. Um, And it's a big milestone of growing up. But I never learned how to cook. And I turned out... (laughs) Uh, uh, In reality, though, I could not give less of a crap if someone can cook or not. It doesn't really matter that much. If you're so obsessed with having someone who can cook, go ahead and marry uh, the rat from Ratatouille. Here he's a class act. Cooking is a cool hobby. I'm not going to deny that. Uh, But I think it's a poor measure of someone's impressiveness 
I think what's uh, much more impressive is <laughs> handling yourself around, I don't know, like a microphone, taking creative risks, uh, inspiring the people through uh, your medium. But um, I'm getting ahead of myself. Uh, and so I refuse to cook out of protest against this selfish, consumerist obsession with being able to whip up these ludicrous recipes. So I stand aligned with uh, all my fellow non-chefs out there who also forego the apron uh, in hopes of something more, something better. If you can cook and you're listening to this, I'll be honest, I I don't mean any harm, seriously. It's all love. I hope you burn your souffle. Uh, And finally, reason number four. There is so much good food out there in the world. So who am I to deny those those sweet eats, that uh, succulent sustenance, its fair share on the spotlight? And I understand the financial constraint for sure. Eating out is expensive, not always an option. Totally get that. And I sometimes have had to make the bare minimum necessities at school or on campus, like pasta or a little stir fry, some chicken and rice. Sometimes you just need a little something, something to cure that grumbly and the tumbly. But good Lord Almighty, strike me down with lightning if you ever catch my ass making some bougie entree or semi-intermediate level meal when I can buy that shit for slightly more money and way less of a headache. Hell no, I'm not going to cook that. If you have amazing restaurants around you, go enjoy them. Soak them up like a warm bath. And uh, on, on the note of that metaphor, if a hearty meal at a nice restaurant is a warm bath, then cooking is like a polar plunge. May have a few benefits, but at the end of the day, you're probably just doing it for the attention. That is the moral of today's story. If you're tuning in right now, while you're cooking up some crazy meal, turn off the stove right now. Throw out everything, even the stove, uh, because you don't need to do it. You just don't. Uh, That is it for today. Thank you, everyone, and I will catch up with you next episode. Ten Tolerable Tidbits is proudly sponsored by the sequel to the hit game Simon Says, Simon Side Comments. Got bad breath? Need to shave? Self-conscious about that bright shirt? Simon will let you know with a rude side comment. The only board game to actively make you less happy and more self-conscious than you would have been just not playing the game at all. Comes with four difficulties. Easy, medium, hard, and the most difficult, crippling confidence issues. That's uh, Simon's side comments. Each comment sold separately. Thank you so much for tuning in to 10 Tolerable Tidbits. I'm Ryan Kellett. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns about the podcast, there's a suggestion box that should be going around here pretty soon. It'll come to you. Wait your turn. 